Welcome to another edition of Food, Faith, and Feelings, where we walk with you on your journey to wholeness. Our host is Dr. Jeannie Burnett, licensed clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder therapist. Join her and her host, Carlos Houston, as they discuss the relationship between your food, your faith, and your feelings. Welcome back to Food, Faith, and Feelings, another edition. And we have we are so excited today because we've got the Carlos in the house. What's up, everybody? It's glad to be back. Jenny uh, kicked me out. She wanted to do some interviews, talk to some other people. So it's all right. It's you're all my right. you're my number one guy. <laughs> glad to be back. Glad to be back talking to you about Food, Faith, and Feelings. And we have a great show today. We're talking about something that everybody, unless you live in a vacuum on the North Pole, everybody needs to know about. In a vacuum on the North Pole. That's, I was thinking an island in the tropics, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> we gots to communicate. Gots to communicate. Everybody has to communicate. And, and I think that's one of the things that often kind of either catapults us forward or holds us back our right. ability to or inability to communicate. Well, and as we were discussing before the show, before we started recording, that communication is not just my words hitting your ears, but your ears deciphering and understanding mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's a give and a take. Correct. And, and I think one of the that I've learned working in mental health and over the years is how to ensure that there is proper communication. I think that's a, that's a big thing, knowing how to repeat what you heard to give the other person uh, understanding that you understand. Right. You understand their point. You understand what they're saying. And then having your own voice to be able to now respond. And and then you keep that what was uh, kind of the volley back and forth. The dialect. The dialect. Good word. Yes, we know about that. You're so educated. Edumacated. So... <laughs> What I'd like to do is have my client come back, Mr. Rufus, and see how he's been doing because it's been it's been a couple of months yeah, since it's been I've, a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we heard from Rufus, uh, and I'm, I'm just based on some of the past uh, conversations that you shared with us with Rufus. He, um, I'm sure that he could use a little help in communication. He, yes, he uh, he he might struggle a little bit with his wife with communication. Just a little. So. What's up, Mr. Rufus? How are you today? I'm Welcome. good, man. I'm good. I, I, was, I, I was good. I was good over here. We 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 been doing pretty good, pretty good, man. Me and the missus, uh, we 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 good. Um, so yeah. so how is how is the? Are you trying to eat more during the day, like we talked about before? Well, uh, it, it's a work in progress, and it's a, a work in progress. What we got going on right here now. Um, but, but I am doing better. I am doing better. Uh, uh, you, you, you can ask my wife if you don't believe. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. I'm I'm doing better. So, but I, I mean, she's not here right now, so mm. it would be nice to kind of get an understanding of how you guys are doing and, um, you know, what's, what is conversation like with Mrs. the Mrs. Rufus? Oh, conversation is great. She talks and I pretend like I'm listening. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It works out well. It works out great for me. Every, a, a couple of head nods, a couple of mm-hmm, a couple of yeah, and everything is good. She happy. I'm happy. Do you so I'm I'm curious why why you don't actually listen to her? Who listens to their wife? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not a that's a non therapeutic laugh. Oh my goodness. 
Well, I, I listen. I listen sometimes. I listen to the important stuff. You know, I, I, I have to know when to when to tune it out. Cause sometimes you, you don't understand. She talk all the time, all I, the time. And so do, you think, I, huh? do, do you? So let me ask you this. Here's a skill. So maybe maybe you could help her not talk so much. Would you like that? Okay. Okay. Now, now, now you're talking. See now. See now. Okay. This might be worth the money today. Okay. Good. Might. Okay. Mm-hmm. So perhaps. There's this um, there's this technique, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's called active listening. Mm-hmm. And you see, so, I'm doing that to you now. See, it works. See, I, I'm just saying, mm-hmm, and you just keep going. Like, see, I'm saying, it works well. It works all the time. You are you got me. Did mm-hmm. you hear what I said? Something about active listening. I think it was. I, I, did, I did. I did pick up a little bit. I did. I there did. you go. There you go. So mm-hmm. active listening is actually really listening, listening to the words and listening to the meaning, and so. When, so did you see what I did to make sure that you are listening to me? What did I do? Oh, no. You, it's about listening and words and meanings. And I, I well, and yeah, I yeah, asked yeah, you a no. question. And, oh, you got me. I did. Oh, I asked you a question me. so mm-hmm. that I knew that you heard what I said. You got me. Yeah, you, okay. Okay, I got you. And, and another way to let the missus know that you've heard her is to repeat. And I know it sounds really simple. It's. Like just repeating what she said to you so that she knows that you've heard her. Because perhaps, just perhaps, Rufus, maybe she continues to talk to you or at you sometimes because she doesn't think you've heard her. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. I, so I, can I, you I'm think about that? So can you repeat back to me what I just said? Maybe. Just maybe. She continues to talk because she don't think I was listening or that I heard her. Right. So you're telling me if I let her know I heard her, she might just get quiet. She might shut up. Lord, I'm going to try that. Ooh, child. I'm going to try that right there. So you've never heard of that, huh? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I'm, I'm doing the same thing my daddy did. He's doing what his daddy did. That's I like, literally... Oh, I'm, I'm t- we, we sit around all the time. We talk about it. Like, they, they told me. I was a little boy. Like, when women start talking, just shake your head, nod a couple times, and say, mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. They okay. told me. That, that, they said that's a, ha- that's a happy marriage right there. So the message, mm-hmm. then, that you received from your father was to kind of passively listen. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not important what your wife has to say. Well, ain't nobody said it wasn't important. It's just, they, they just talk a lot. They just talk a lot. Lord, talk a lot. So, well, I, I, see, now, say, now, now uh, you're saying it wasn't important. Now, it's, it's important to well, her. Well, the, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so why, why, I mean, if you're going to be in this relationship, which I know that you're going to be in this relationship. Because yeah, I'm in for the long run. I, mean, yeah. I know. that's mm-hmm. And that's such a great thing to mm-hmm. hear from you. And so why not? Why not you make yourself happy and potentially make her happy in the process? Well, all right. That's all right there, Doc. I can work with that. You can. Yeah, yeah, Lord, yeah, I can work with that. So give me your goal. Like, from just this little bit, give me your goal about what you're going to try to do between now and the next time I see you. Between now and the next time you see me, I'm going to try to stop my wife from talking so much. And how are you going to do that? I am going to let her know that I heard her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat what she say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh huh. Let's let's pretend. Let's pretend I'm Mrs. Rufus. Okay. Okay. And then you give me an illustration of what you might do. All right. 
So, Rufus, Rufus, I need for you to uh, go out there and get them kids and bring them in and get them a bed, get get them ready for bed. Lord, you did that pretty good. That you- Rufus, I said, get go out there and get them kids and get them ready for bed. I want you to brush the hair and I want you to make them brush the teeth and I want you to make sure that they've done all their homework and get them ready. Sweetheart, so what you're saying is you want me to go get the kids and help them get ready for bed. Yes. I can do that, baby. And how are you going to do that? See, now you went too far. Now, look, I'm going to tell them I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go outside and tell them, kids, y'all can't there, brush your teeth and brush your hair and get ready for bed. I mean, I ain't, ain't going to do all that other stuff. But I'm, you heard it. I heard her, though. She, and, it's fun. and if she wants to know mm-hmm. a little bit more, yeah. because did you see what happened to my voice? I mean, what, ha- what happened? Mm-hmm. You when got, you, yeah, yeah, you, I, 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 you got quiet, right? Lord, there's nothing to tune out when somebody's quiet. You could put that in a bottle and sell it. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> I just I might do playing, that in I Piedmont, Alabama. I just oh, might do that, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you can put that in a bottle and sell it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Rufus, it's been a great seeing you today. I'm glad that you have your goal. Mm-hmm. And the next time, then we will just, we'll catch up and we'll we'll figure that out. All right. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see how you did and see what happened with Miss Rufus. That sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you, Doc. You're welcome. It's so good to see you today. Mm-hmm. So... Could your nonprofit use $10,000 per month in free Google advertising? Since 2003, Google has donated free advertising to over 20,000 nonprofits in over 50 countries throughout the world. They've helped them raise millions of dollars in cash donations, recruiting and volunteer work, and in raising awareness for their causes. Visit epicgrowth.com, that's E-P-I-C-growth.com, to see if your nonprofit organization is eligible for this $10,000 in free advertising today. NISA is a capital company that helps connect those who are from countries outside of the United States to access funding and legal assistance using specific programs that are flexible in order to enhance a project's success. NISA Capital is a global professional services firm that's headquartered in Atlanta and has locations in Miami, India, China, Korea, Vietnam, and Latin America. Hard exercise works. They believe in really hard exercise, in the relentless pursuit of excellence. Results are earned, not given. Group training can be personal and fun. I personally love hard exercise works. It has helped me to get back into shape. I don't focus on my food. I focus on the workout, and I feel stronger, and I feel healthier and happier. And that's what it's about. Hard Exercise Works in Johns Creek. Food, Faith, and Feelings. Uh, we just had a great session with Dr. Burnett and Rufus. I love Rufus. Oh, my goodness. That he's dude. a mess. What? He's a mess. But he's got something. a great heart. Right, right, right. And I think you might just made a very impactful uh, their marriage. Like, you, you just made an impact on their, their marriage. Just That was awesome. Loved it. We call that an intervention. 
Is that what that was? That's what that's what that was. Oh my goodness! Yes, I can't wait to hear how that works, guys. Hopefully, you'll you'll share I, with us down I the road. I know, I know. So maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll hear from Rufus again. Right. And gosh, maybe we could even get his wife in here sometime. Oh I don't my know. Goodness, yeah, I know that'd be crazy, really? wouldn't it? It would. See the misses. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so let's let's talk about some of the things that you talked with Rufus about, though. You you talked to him about okay. active listening. Yes. Talk a little. Tell us a little bit more about that. So active listening is. I mean, most people think that they actively listen, but it's it's literally focusing, like having a primary focus on what that person is saying and what you are what you are hearing. And and so there's that's two parts. Right. right? I'm hearing the words coming out of your mouth. Now, what I'll tell you that most women also hear is tone and attitude. And so there's this like subcontext that's going on. Right. And so you might say the right words, mm. but the way you say the right words, right, my right, my. honey. What, well, what, why are you mad? Why you say it like that? Right. I oh know that goodness. I'm speaking to all of the men out there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's a whole lot of Rufuses out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a, a little Rufus in all of you. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but that's very good. I, 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 I think that that's across the board. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, males and females, right? Uh, but they didn't body language. You know, when you're in that face-to-face communication, body language says a whole lot. So. Absolutely, and and so it's really important because that kind of communication, the way that you are, well, I'm I'm flipping around, but the way that you are speaking can can connote or tell that person what you think and how you feel about them, mm-hmm. which is a fundamental piece in a relationship. If you're trying to have a relationship with someone and you want it to be an ongoing relationship with someone, you have to think about what you're saying, right? right. And and the tone that you're conveying and what you're meaning. Right. And and now, that's your responsibility. Now what you're not responsible for is how the other person hears it. Mm, that's good. Right? right? So I might say to you Hey, Carlos, I need for you to go pick up something for me. And the way that I say it, the way I ask, I mean, I could say, Carlos, go do this. And I'm telling you what to do, which is, which is rude. And it's, you know, bossy. Right. And there's a certain response that's going to come from that. Right. And, and, and it's, yeah, if you're disrespectful in any way, like the way that I feel and think about you comes through in my communication to you and the way my attitude speaks to you and the way that you would respond could be angry. Are you saying that to me that way? Right. This is a lot of that happens in a lot of marriages. It's not the words, it's the way. Right. And, but one of my favorite sayings is what comes out of a person is a reflection of what's in a person. Right. That's very good. So my, my, the way I convey my attitude and the words that I'm speaking to you is speaking about me. The way you respond is about you. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, did I push your buttons? Did I get under your skin? And how did you respond? Like, did you get angry? Did you get hurt? Or did you just calmly say, well, I understand that you need for me to do this. However, I would really appreciate it if you would ask me in a different way. Right. I think you were saying in relationships, and I think it's important to remember that 
relationships is a very broad term. Mm-hmm. So it could be coworkers, colleagues, it could be children, children, uh, your 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 family members, it could be church members, whatever, mm-hmm. it could, friends, any relationship where you have to communicate to right. get to move forward. And communication is is necessary to move forward on anything. Right. So how we say it, what we're saying, and I think it's great what you were saying as far as what's what's inside of us. Mm-hmm. And you know, we always that that term. Someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed, mm-hmm. and we say that because of the way they're speaking to people or the way they're communicating with those around them. And so we say, mm-hmm. "Well, they woke up on the wrong side of the bed," mm-hmm. and that's that. Was in, whatever was going on inside, uh, maybe they got into an argument with someone that morning. Maybe traffic was rough that morning, or whatever it is. They didn't get enough sleep. Didn't get enough sleep, right? And that came out of them to everyone that was in their earshot. Yeah, and and I want to kind of. Talking about relationships, I think like the way that I believe is that um, the person that has the most authority in the relationship, if there is one, so like boss and, and, you know, subordinate, yeah, or mother, child. So whatever that. So if, if you have more responsibility, more authority in that relationship, you have more responsibility. Right. And so the way that you communicate, and I think about parent to child, like lots of parents, you know, they're, they're so stressed and they're, we're so busy. We're such a busy right. society. And a lot of the times parents don't mean to be disrespectful to their children, but they are. And they don't care because that child doesn't have as much power with them. Right. And so the child is really becomes a victim in that situation. And so what I would like to encourage people out there is if you want respect, especially from a child, please give it because that will that can change their whole outlook on you as a parent, authority figures in the future. And it can it can it really can. um, uh, I can't think of the word unplug or just disassemble and any angry response that they may have back towards you. You're building something in that child. You're, you're either, you're either building a bridge for them to succeed or you're building barriers to hinder their success. Uh, and I, what you were just saying, as far as that authority, how they feel about their mother is going to show in how they interact with their teachers, how they interact, mm-hmm. not, not all the time, but oftentimes that if this is how they feel about their, their parental figures, and they don't feel like they're being heard. They don't feel like they're being respected. They don't feel like they have a voice. They're going to take that into every interaction that they have with other adults, with Absolutely. other other God. Uh, right. A, I mean, that's the ultimate authority. Right. And so, if if a child gets the message from a parent, whether that parent intends it to be this way or not, that they're not good enough, or they're not um, smart enough, or they're not whatever enough. Then when that child looks at God or like we were saying, other authority figures, but especially God, it's like, well, God, I'm, I'm not good enough for God. Like, why would he love me? Why would he try and intervene in my life? Why would he do, you know, something nice for me? I don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. And so those messages that are underlying in your communication are so, so important right. and, and building the esteem of any person that you speak to, because really we like other people because of how they make me feel. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If I feel loved and 
appreciated and respected by you, you're going to be one of my favorite people. Right. I, every time I see you, I feel good. Right. And, so and I'm excited and surprised <laughs> to see you. And or right, right. I'm excited to see you. And so if you come home and from a long day and your spouse looks at you and starts yelling at you, um, then maybe it's because that because of the way that y'all are communicating and the what right. the message is that you're sending them. Right. And that's going back to what you were saying earlier about being able to say, I don't have a problem doing what you desire of me, but I don't like the way you asked me or the way you said that. And that's the foundation. There's, uh, I've, I've seen marriages, I've seen relationships where individuals had to basically start back at rock bottom mm-hmm. and develop a new way of communicating with one another. Because it it was a shouting match or it it was two individuals trying to get a point across, but no one hearing the other person's side. Um, So being at a place where we say, let's rebuild our communication. And Mm -hmm. uh, whether, like I said, whether it's it's a romantic relationship or it's a platonic friendship, Mm -hmm. whatever, wherever it is, there still has to be a, a equal platform where both individuals both feel heard and understood but also respect the other person enough to hear and understand. Yeah, it's good stuff. Very good, very good. And as, and as we said from the beginning, it's something that everybody needs. That's right. And, and I, I think there's always room for growth. Even if you are great at it, if you have, or if you're in a great marriage and a great relationship, or 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 you're in a, a sloppy one, whatever it is, <laughs> we all have room for growth to to be able to take it to the next level. To right, right. Get so, so I like to sometimes summarize. Like, have clients like tell me what you've learned today. So let's kind of summarize what we've talked about today. So we've talked about the way that you communicate your your attitude and your tone, whether you're happy with someone or whether you're frustrated with someone that's going to come across and people will even read through it in text. They will infer stuff through text. Even some of the worst miscommunication ever. Don't get me started ever. (laughs) I think there have been world wars that were started (laughs) from miscommunication via text messages. Right. Uh, Right. Why you put all caps? What that mean? <laughs> <laughs> my, my my thumb hit the wrong button. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oops, sorry. Yeah. Don't yell at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, other things that we've learned today. Active um, listening. You, active you, listening. Yep. Um, repeating what has been said, mm-hmm. and the fact that. What comes out of you, whether you're speaking or receiving, is a reflection of what's in you. I think when you are, when you have those things, and when when you feel comfortable and feel like you have your voice with someone, just like you were saying, people who make you feel good, but people also that you feel like there's a comfortable communication with, decreases anxiety, decreases stress, decreases that that internal dialogue that you have within yourself when you have someone that you you don't have to worry about miscommunication you don't have to worry about how they're going to take this and how they're going to respond but you know that we have a great we have a a great relationship comes from great communication so absolutely even if something does happen Open, or something that is said, honest communication exactly i i feel comfortable that if there is a problem we can communicate and deal with it and you know i think um Perhaps maybe our next show, we can talk about safety and communication and how safety is a building block of great relationships. That's good. So that would be a good thing. 
However, it is time for our verse of the week. And thank you to your phone. <laughs> um, it's coming straight to you from Proverbs twelve twenty five. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. And I think that, I mean, you, you teed that up beautifully. That's a, that's a perfect, that, that a good word decreases that anxiety. Right. It, it, and heard and spoken and felt like we all can, we are, we, we have so much energy that we share between each other. And so if you understand that I'm coming from a good place, even if it's been a bad relationship in the past, that can, that can be very healing. I agree. Thank y'all very much for listening to another episode of Food, Faith, and Feelings. I got that look. That look like, wait a minute. <laughs> Thank y'all very much again for listening to Food, Faith, and Feelings, and we will see you next week.